Hey, welcome to the We're Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the sh- uh, podcast where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Chasing Amy. Uh, Kevin Smith film. Kevin Smith film, yes. Never seen it before. I had not either. I'm I, his early work. I kept getting it confused in my head with Saving Silverman mm-hmm. because it's, you know, the same kind of alliteration there. Sure. Um, so... There we'll is talk an about alliteration that. in Chasing Amy, but sure. No, yeah, that's okay. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, uh, but CJ. Hi, I'm here. You know I'm a big fan of the Music Box Theater here We in all are, aren't we all? We, we should be by now if mm-hmm. you've been keeping track. We're members. We, we are members, that's right. Um, and because we go so often, we are up on the latest and greatest things that happen there, and if you are in... Chicago this week, you should check out their latest uh, genre film festival that, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, starts tomorrow on Thursday. Um, it's called Cinepocalypse. And it's. But the A is the anarchy side. That's right, because it's rad. Because it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's a giant squid monster thing taking over the music box theater and somebody's shooting them and there's stuff. <laughs> there, there's an intricate logo with a giant, yeah, squid monster on it. Um, and you may ask me, Ken, what is genre film? Ken, what is genre film? Thank you for taking the, the cue. Uh, that's a good question. And I'm not sure. You stared at me with <laughs> such wide eyes. The, to the, to the best that I can figure out without actually looking up the definition. Uh, it's, uh, films that have genres that are not part of mainstream, uh, stuff. I don't know. It's, it seems like it's all horror stuff to me. There's one or two that aren't. There's a couple that are like just action. Mm-hmm. Um, one's a documentary. One's a documentary. That, that I don't know how that fits. I'm, is it just different types of genres? Sure. That's a genre film? You tell me. You're the one that goes to this. Here we go. Genre. <laughs> I think the, I mean, the documentary is about Bill Murray. So maybe that's just like, hey, we're in Chicago. Let's do something about Bill Murray. He's a cool guy. Okay. Genre films, a film that was produced with the intent of fitting into a specific genre, such as science fiction, romantic comedy, with or film noir, with an existing audience. So something... Isn't some, that always some, the case, though? Maybe not. Yeah, no. I think you could get into like indie films, don't necessarily fall into like one of those. Sure. Or, yeah, so like films that span multiple genres, but this is one that's specifically for this genre. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all horror films are. Well, yeah, I, I could probably find exceptions too for that too. Anyway, uh, so yeah, if you like it, I'm going to tell you most of them are horror films. If you Just, like genres, if, but if you like genres, you check this out. You'll probably find a movie that is in your genre at this genre film festival, Cinepocalypse of the Music Box Theater. My genre, your genre. What's my genre? Genre or genre? Both. Uh, punk. Is that a movie genre? I don't know. Uh, just like comedy can be famous comedians in a movie like the Bill I think Murray that's documentary yeah that's mentioned. that's exactly it uh so i'm going to uh, most of these so if you're a fan of the show and you want to find me and not physically assault me mm-hmm. or wear uh, your skin right um i will be there for uh the opening night is a movie called the domestics and it, uh, most of these are world premieres by the way i just want to i should have led with that okay um yeah a lot of these are either world premieres or midwest premieres or something Top of your head without looking, how many films over the span? How many days is this for one? It's, Thursday a, full, it's a full week. Oh, wow. Yeah, Thursday okay. to Thursday. 
So we're definitely not going to go through the list one by one. Then, no, because I'm not going to all of them. I'm going to hit the ones I'm going to. Okay. Uh, so yeah, opening night is the Domestics world premiere. Uh, what can I say about that? I don't know, because I don't know what that is. Uh, it apparently is Mad Max meets The Purge. Hey, we talked about The Purge last episode. We did, so that's fitting. Um, Mad Max, the new one or the old one? Probably. Was Mel Gibson in the original? Yeah, he was. So was it the Mel Gibson era or the good one? I don't Shots know. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen the new one yet. Really? Yeah, I need to see that sometime. It's good. I keep, I keep hearing it's really, really good. The Music Box played a black and white version of it at one point. Why? Not sure. I thought that the whole point of that film is very, it's very like, poppy in yeah, color, right? Yeah. Visually stunning. I don't know. That seems odd. Yeah. Um, I just realized it's going to be hard to talk about these since I haven't seen any of them yet. But Maybe to make you really focus on the story. Yeah. But then you don't get to see the guy take silver spray paint into his mouth. If you haven't well, seen it. You don't know what spoilers. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Big spoiler. Um, then on Friday, I'm going to Hover, which features uh, that one girl from Last Man on Earth. What? Whose name is... No way. January Jones? Yeah, January... No, not January Jones. Kristen Shaw. What other name? Uh, Claudia... O'Doherty. Or no, sorry. Cleopatra Coleman. Don't know. Which character is that? I don't know names. Uh... She and the older lady uh, came on the show together. Okay. The Australian. Yeah, the Australian. That's what it The one and only Australian? That's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that would have been a good way to describe her? Nailed it. Anyway, yeah, she's she's the star in this movie, and she's going to be there, too. Oh, dang. Yeah, and it's the uh, world premiere for that one as well. Can you ask questions only about Last Man on Earth, though? <laughs> why it got canceled? I'm pr- pretty sure they would not appreciate that, but... Uh... But why did it get canceled? That was a good show. Yeah, that was a good show. I need to. I haven't finished it yet, so I'm excited. I still have some to go. But talk about the Russian baby movie. Okay, so <laughs> this is one CJ is excited about. Um, right after they play Howard the Duck in 70 millimeter. Oh, by yeah. the way, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I might go to that one. Um, they are showing the Baby Cop uh, on. Uh, well, they're showing it a couple times, but um, have you seen Howard the Duck? You can say yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Is it you good? didn't introduce me yet, so I didn't. Yeah, know. we won't. We won't. Okay. <laughs> I've, not, I've not seen Howard the Duck except for his cameo at it's the end really, of like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a really bad movie. Is it really? Yeah, it's really that's bad. what I keep hearing. Yeah, yeah. it's really bad. That's okay. supposed to be good. Why is he this like legendary character that keeps popping up in movies? Then it's like it's like um, it's not ironic. It's like maybe it's ironic. I don't know. It's like nostalgic. No, it's not even that. Like, cause it's from the seventies. It's because like, they knew the movie was bad, so that's why he's. It's like a up. joke. Like, yeah, yeah it's like we brought so. this bad guy back. Not bad guy, but like poor performance guy. guy. I don't know. Um, but we Weird. need to get to the Two cop baby. Cop baby. So I'll, baby I, will, cop? I will read the description to the cop baby. Um, having failed a large covert operation and being cursed by a vengeful fortune teller. Sorry, sorry. Gonna need a little more movie voice. <clears throat> Having failed a large... No, too much, too much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's wow. a little too wacky. Okay. I, want, I want the movie premiere, the, the coming this fall voice. Coming this fall. There it is. There it is. Okay, I got it. Um, Having failed a large covert operation and being cursed by a vengeful fortune teller, Major Kromov... By the way, this is a Russian film with subtitles. You I don't think say I love anything that. in that By the way, voice, you wouldn't would want to watch this because it has subtitles, right? You're out now, right? Is that uh, it? No, I think I might... Uh, do it for that one because okay. that looks entertaining. Or maybe try and find a version that doesn't have subtitles and I'll watch it that. Uh, Major Char- Charmov uh, uh, is trapped inside a baby's body. 
the only way for Major Chumrov is to return it's to return to his voice. body is to finish the operation and hunt down the most dangerous crime boss of the local mafia as a motherfucking cop baby. Literally Can says that. Can you just that. say uh, Sally sells seashells by the seashore in that voice? Sal- Sally sells seashells by the seashore. That was actually the best <laughs> that you did that. Can I see the schedule? I- yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I don't know why I enjoy that voice so much. There's, um, I think the other big one I'm excited about is uh, Await Further Instructions, um, which is supposed to be, it's a, it's a horror movie, but people wake up in this house and... They can't leave because there's this fog all around their house or, or like I think a gate pops up and then they go inside and the TVs are fuzzy mm-hmm. and all that shows up on the TVs are await further instructions. Interesting. And then it goes from there. Um, Do they? Uh, await further instructions? I haven't seen it yet, so I don't oh, know. Spoilers. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of... The, oh, also the big uh, closing night uh, thing they have going on is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's yes! The, uh, 25th oh. anniversary, I think. And they have the directors. And you haven't seen that, though, right? No. Oh, it's so good. We should go to it. It's so good. And that's another one. So good because it's so bad. Yeah. That one's awesome. There's some tents involved, like clown tents, I think. Are there spaceships? Uh, classic. Hmm. I swear that was on, like, Netflix or something. I don't know how I, I think it was. watched it way back when. Yeah. That and Surf Nazis Must Die. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> a great one. So yeah, uh, check it out. All the, all the films are on their website, musicboxtheater.com, and uh, look for me. Look for Ken. Yeah, I'll be there. But it's not a 24-hour one, so you won't bring your pillow or it's anything? It's not, but I, I like this better because you can spread it out, and I don't have to feel like shit like the back half of the yeah, that's Musicbox good. of Horrors. Uh, speaking of feeling like shit, uh, some characters did in this movie. <laughs> and we're going to talk all about, don't shake your head at me, we're going to talk all about that. Coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. I'm feeling nothing but all alone. Just missing someone I don't even know. But until I find them, I'll wait patiently. Just feeling nothing inside. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, and we are joined this week by now Three Timer Club. Woo! Jim Plackey, welcome you back. Woo! Welcome back. Hands it's in the air. Good to be here. Yeah. In the new studio. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been some time. Yeah. A little bit. It's uh, it's nice. Thanks. Yeah. You, you decided like- to. Uh, <laughs> it's not your place. It's not. No. It's a shared shared space. Really taking credit for something that's de- not yours at all. It's, it's really the overtalking overlords. Yeah, place. we lease it from them. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Do you regret not calling them the overtalking landlords? We we usually well, referred overtalking overlord landlords. Also, it's not like all. we decided what they were called. They had wow. their own name. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I broke the fiction. Come on, on that one. we're sticking to the fiction. Shit. Sorry. Uh. So you brought us. Yeah. Hey, chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. That's right. A actual serious movie for for once. Yeah. Right. What uh what made you bring uh what made you bring us this movie? Uh I think it was a number of things. Uh one, it's Pride Month. So mm. I thought that okay. this that was would good. be appropriate for that. Uh two, Kevin Smith has been in the news lately with his almost dying. Yeah. Right. Um, that was crazy. Yeah. Th- um 
I was an enormous Kevin Smith fan. I don't know where you jumped on the Kevin Smith train or how you became aware of Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. But Super like, I saw Clerks in the theater. Oh, wow. Oh. And like, I got obsessed. Yeah. And he was very, like he was on the internet really early. Like he was a very early internet persona. He seems like he's kind of a nerd. Yeah. A little bit. Which is fine. With the comic book stuff. Yeah. Um, so I felt, and, um, so thinking about Kevin Smith, this is the movie I kept thinking about when I kept thinking about him. Cause I kind of jumped off of the Kevin Smith train in like 20, 2008, 2009, he like discovered weed <laughs> and this new thing that just came out. Right. Shut the fuck up. About <laughs> he's, he still doesn't really like you know, like the James and Bob characters, that was like, um, that was not because he was into weed. It was just like, oh, they should be weed dealers outside just of the that'd be like convenience or, store. Yeah. Like it makes sense, right? Yeah. He was never really that into weed. Uh-huh. And then he got really into weed. And I saw him do um, a live Q&A, which if you've ever seen any of his Q&As, I mean, they're incredible. I don't think so. So he does, so he did a Q&A in the, at the Chicago Theater and it's all he talked about. Oh, and wow. I left and I was like, I don't identify with this guy anymore. Like, I, yeah, I didn't know. I, I, he was on Colbert, uh, couple, I don't know how long ago, the late, the late show, not Colbert report or anything. Um, where he mentioned on the show that like, he's such a big fan of Colbert. And he said that, yeah, I wake up and like smoke and then watch you like, you're my wake and bake. And Colbert was just like, thanks or something like didn't know how to react we're on cbs for watching the show like that's you're a fan right he's like yeah i watch you every morning like from the night before that's my the first thing i do is like smoke and then watch colbert like okay huh yeah he's a i enjoy his movies though i've been a big fan yeah maybe not big but i enjoy his movies the ones that i've seen yeah i I have not seen a lot of them and clerks clerks to mall rats this one. <laughs> this one, this one, and Tusk. I have not seen and Tusk Clerks and Clerks too. Yeah, so I never saw Red State. Like Red, yeah, so I, Red he kind of lost me at Red State too. Like I never saw from Red State on. I haven't seen any of his movies. Oh, and Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I is that like his movie though? Did he, yeah, that's really? a fully his movie. Oh wow! So that was the movie that was like supposed to make him a big star. Like that mm. was going to make him the hundred million dollar director because he had everything in place. Yeah, he had Seth Rogen and like this was that was going to be his, it's a raunchy R rated comedy. Yeah. Like this is the thing that was going to make him like a huge comedy director, and that movie flopped mm. super hard. And that's when he took up weed because he couldn't cope oh. with oh, wow. what was happening. Like in his like he couldn't cope that he may have just tanked his whole directing career huh um before we get into chasing amy uh we're gonna do some shots oh right That's yeah the thing we, we do we almost, almost walked right, right, right by and that then you're gonna do a synopsis i'm prepping you for this and what are we what are we doing uh sailor jerry sailor jerry the, rum the, the alcohol this month cheers cheers tastes like dr pepper or like aw cream soda oh yeah A&W cream soda. I'd mix that with some Coke. Oh, yeah. That'd be be delicious. 
Um, I got a, I got a big old whiff of that before I drank it and threw me off. Yeah, yeah it's all vanilla. It's all vanilla and caramel. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I like it. So for those that have not seen this movie, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. You don't even have to bother. I can do it in under 30. <laughs> okay, ready, go. Ben Affleck falls in love with a lesbian and hijinks ensue. That's it. Wow. Under five seconds. That's four. And I even fucked up some of those words. I can do it again. You want a clean take of that? Because I said web webian. Wow, that's it. That's what you I mean. Think isn't the that? About? I mean, it's kind of it, right? Like, and what is, is kind what of does it. Ben Affleck do? Ben Affleck is a comic book artist. And who does he do comic books with? Uh, Jason Lee, who is the inker. You got Batman and Earl. Yeah, <laughs> what Batman? That's that good. That was good. It yeah. did because I never saw Batman versus Superman. So oh. you like, oh yeah, that's or right. the Fantastic Justice League. Oh god, oh, no, I didn't see that either. So yeah, bad. don't. <laughs> My wife is uh, her favorite thing in the whole world is Wonder Woman, and I still haven't seen that movie. She went and saw it without me, bought it on Blu-ray. It's still sealed. <laughs> oh, Wonder it's Woman's, good. Wonder Woman is good, but she's not good in Justice League. Or she's fine, but I mean the the whole movie is just bad. To be honest, yeah, I don't even remember a lot of Justice League already, and I think I saw it like two months ago. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot I, of maybe I just DC like blocked films. it out from not being that great. Just remember, Aquaman is like the most Jack person I've ever seen, <laughs> right? And that he just like casually walks into water and just disappears and swims away. And they didn't introduce half the characters beforehand, and they're just people that were thrown yeah. into this movie. They kind of assume you've seen all of the post-credit stuff before watching that one from all the other ones. But even if you have so much build-up, because I did, and all the extended things leading up to it, it's, it's still not a good movie. Yeah, doesn't matter. Anyway, so, I also don't give two shits about the DC Comics universe. <laughs> I like Batman, right. but right. everything else can go fuck off. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care. I I, I feel hard to agree. What Iron Man? That's a Marvel comic. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I'm a fan. I like I like most Marvel comics. You said you didn't give a fuck about anything but Batman. In the DC universe. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but Chase Gammy is not in the DC universe. It's, it's true. Yes. Kevin Smith's It's in the universe. viewest universe. That's right. Yeah. That's, I thought that was going to be one of your questions. That What's was. The name of Kevin <laughs> you already knocked that out, so I can not just close it. that tab. Not counting it. <laughs> you don't get a point for that. Put me down No cheating. Um, <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, the, all the Kevin Smith movies... Up until Clerks 2 connect, like they're all in one universe. Like yeah. the scene where um Alyssa and uh Holden are talking about people they know from New Jersey Holden in the bar. Is ben Affleck. Yeah. Sorry, Alyssa I'll use is... their characters' names. <laughs> Joey Lauren Adams plays Alyssa Jones, the lesbian. Um those are all characters from the previous two Kevin Smith movies. Those are all things that happened in Clerks and Mallrats. I I remember I remember the Ben Affleck character. I didn't remember any of well, the Well, Ben others, Affleck character is not the same from Mallrats. Okay, maybe that's oh. it's not the same character. Okay, those uh, are two different characters. Like you, that seemed Ben Affleck was the jail at the end of Mallrats. Oh, okay. how do you feel about his goatee? <laughs> it's very 1997. It's yeah. very. Do you want to know how? Now that you brought up the year, you want to know how I immediately didn't look this up beforehand watching how I knew it was a 90s movie within the first five minutes of the movie starting. They play a Mighty Mighty Boston song. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. The impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boston <laughs> tunes in every single fucking 90s That's movie right. have that song. It was the Smash Mouth of. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw them at Riot Fest last year. Oh, I did too. You were there. Yeah. Oh. We saw each other at some point. Was it Riot Fest? But not at Boston. 
No, I didn't know. I saw people walking around. I never saw anybody like I'm not a uh, I'm too old to be like anywhere even near like the middle of the crowd. Oh, for that. I mean, they they had a huge crowd. Was I was enormous. in the way, way, way back yeah, for that. I too. was too. But that was enjoyable. They played the hits. That's cool. In one of the would, anniversary albums. Yeah. Yeah. I like my Mighty Boston. You'd go and pick it up. It's the same pressure that I get. This podcast can never die. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you don't need to be uh, a king to have a castle. Never mind. There's going to be like one person that got that reference. That went over my head. Go on. What were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Amy. Uh, That's a movie, right? We watched I watched it. I don't Uh, know if you guys watched it. I also watched it. Yep. But very narrowly didn't watch it because someone... (laughs) Forgot to did not let me know that we were not watching it together beforehand, and I just very luckily texted Jim, him yesterday. That's someone's me. Yeah. <laughs> I very well could have been sitting here just having no fucking clue. What we I kind of want to do that one time. Just blindside yeah. me? No, I would yeah, not appreciate terrible. that. We've had yeah. friends. No, no, no. I meant I'd not watch it. Oh, okay. we've had uh, certain guests pitch really terrible movies that we've used our veto to say no, we're not doing that. <laughs> But and I, sometimes I also I'm like, I watch yeah, that. but you do want to watch it. <laughs> like we're trying to play in this this future episode and I'm like, no, there's no way I'm, I'm sitting there for however long watching this movie. It's this it's the six hour Indian 300. Movie. Yeah, technically it's like two movies. It's it is two movies. Is which it called is why six hours? <laughs> <laughs> Except uh, in, in yeah, whatever in, the yeah. Indian the numbers. But yeah. I kind of want to just like not watch it and then do the, the show. I, I wonder if our would listeners happen. would tell the difference yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you implying <laughs> i come out with great plot points and, and you do yeah. i mean but it'd be the same for me i mean sometimes i just have don't have much to add Jim, um save us chasing amy yeah what would you say is when you think of the movie what would you say is the one scene that you go to first in your head oh the the fucking hooper x scene in the comic-con panel Hmm. when he's uh explaining why star wars is the most racist movie <laughs> like the first time I, I saw that movie and i saw that scene i was i watched it three times i rewound the videotape and watched it two more times because like <laughs> that's so good um so if you've never seen the movie uh so so the the movie starts where every character is a comic book creator of some type and there's a minorities in uh comics panel that um Alyssa is on but also this character do they ever call him by anything other than hooper i think just call him hooper um he does a comic book about uh black power and black rage and uh you know it's time to shut the white man down Mm -hmm. uh and he does a bit um where he gets heckled by jason lee's character um into doing this uh thing where Star Wars is the most racist movie because a, a clan of whites try to take down the, the most black man in the galaxy. Which is Darth Vader. And, and then it turns out that he's just an old white man inside of the costume. <laughs> Which implies that they all want to yeah, be white. Yeah, all black people just want to be white. And uh, he and then Jason Lee says, well, don't, don't you? And he kicks the podium over and shoots him. <laughs> and everyone runs out of the uh, panel and it turns out it's all, it's it all a, staged. Yeah, you shoot um, him blanks. I, and... I wanted him to go more into that theory because... Darth Vader is commanding a large troop of stormtroopers who are white. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I think his theory kind of fell apart immediately well, when sure. you really it's, think about it's it. Not but, a, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, actually, to be fair, there's just a lot of white people in those movies, yeah. in the Star yeah. Wars movies, so it is kind of. And yeah, they bring up uh, Ben Affleck, I think was... So they're, they're basically plants in the audience mm-hmm. that are there to make him be more angry. To go off, and it's kind of like viral marketing, yeah. almost. Yeah. Because yeah. it because then it also turns out that Hooper is a gay man. Yeah. Right. And he can't if And he's people, not this tough yeah. persona that he He portrays. wouldn't be able to sell the comic book if people knew he was gay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I like that though. They yeah. They there were plants in it and the questions that were not only just raising their hand, but standing up in the audience yeah. and asking questions. Not even getting called on, just like immediately being like, uh yeah, what is that? And having him explain stuff. That's a good strategy. It's one of my favorite scenes in all Kevin Smith's movies. Really? It's really, it's really good. What caught me by surprise, too, was how like serious of a movie this was. One, yeah. one because you picked it, and two, because it's a Kevin Smith movie. Well, it's like, it's part of the reason I wanted to go back to it, because it's... I don't think I've watched it this decade. Mm-hmm. But... <sighs> seeing how young I was when it came out, and watching it back then, when... My when I when you're when I was that age when the movie came out, I was calling things I didn't like gay, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like being that like mild homophobic. Mm-hmm. I was talking like that, and yeah, um, and now I'm I'm very super. I don't want to sound like some sort of hero, but like, <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about anyone's sexuality like yeah. do whatever right. you yeah, want yeah. like right. marry like i mean ma- consenting adults can marry consenting adults and have sex yeah. with a, whatever consenting adults like if you're not harming yourself or others go for then, it then yeah it does not matter it should not matter but what i think it, this movie i wonder how much of the osmosis of watching like i watched it as a kevin smith movie right but how much of like what happens in this movie, like eventually like rubbed off on me and made me this way. Yeah. And I, I also, I had another thought about all this that I just lost, but I, I just wonder, I, Oh, you know, Kevin Smith fans were, were, are kind of like sexless nerds. Right. Mm -hmm. And for him to make this movie that was like, so overtly like sex positive yeah yeah like like, yeah pro love whoever you want and i know that like this is not an original thought like i I think this is what some somebody has said about this movie lately but i wanted to watch it because i feel like i wanted to watch it again because i feel like also i bet it comes off dated like i not just the look of people but like the way they talk well, and, yeah. and it, I mean, they obviously did. they obviously use the like slang terms that are not appropriate. Right. Like, but that's what the I, R word and the gay for yeah, F word. And I, it, it, uh, it's, but that's kind of like besides them using it though. I was, uh, I was like, hell yeah, Kevin Smith. Because really, when you think about it, like the kind of bad guy is Jason Lee, and he's the most homophobic so person right. in the movie, right? So this movie's 21 years old. So fuck if you know if you don't want us to spoil this movie, turn it off now, go watch it and come back cuz here's uh, watching you'll, this you'll movie. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> watching this movie again now. 20 or I mean 21 years ago it came out, but it's got to be 8 years since I've seen it probably, if not more. 
the movie's not about Alyssa's character and being a lesbian and her journey of like falling in love with a guy and like the movie is about Ben Affleck's character is a fucking moron. Yeah. Like that. Every time I've watched that movie previously, you get to that last scene and yeah. you go, why the, yeah, what a terrible idiot. ending. Yeah. Like why, why? <sighs> and there's a shot in that ending scene that I never really thought about before. When they open that scene, it's on a table that has two bottles of champagne on it. Because Ben Affleck thinks this is going to be a celebration. He's going to mm. come to them and be like, we all need to have sex. And they're yeah. going to be like, yes. And then and he's going to pop like, open bottles. Yeah, and then Let's gonna, do this. So yeah. what I first thought out, it, it is, it's a very cheesy like setup that he has where he has like the picnic table covering <laughs> of the table and two candles and two bottles of champagne. Uh-huh. I thought he was going to say, I know Jason Lee and Alyssa, you guys hate each other. Um, you're my roommate and best friend I've known for 20 years. You're my new girlfriend who I'm in love with. You guys don't get along. You guys sit down here, have dinner. I'm going to leave. And you guys just work out your shit. That's where I thought that was going. Oh, how did you feel when he said then, the other thing? Well, as soon as he was like, started to explain, I was like, oh, God. And then yeah. even uh, Alyssa, the character... It goes out loud. She's like, don't say it. Yeah, don't don't fucking please say don't it. ask don't say this. It. And then he does. The first time I watched the movie and that like, you want to scream at the TV. Like, yeah. I, in a way that don't I, say like, it. Like in a way that like I almost have never reacted to a movie before. Like, cause you want everyone to be happy at the end of the yeah. movie. And that is not what happens <laughs> at all. No. Yeah. And it's all because Ben Affleck's character is, a moron. Yeah. Like he's, he's an idiot. He's almost, he's almost a Kevin Smith fan. Like he feels like that 1997 Kevin Smith fan, like internet, like so conf- like a nerd who's so confused by all this stuff that he has no idea how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, there were parts where he took on Jason Lee's thoughts about the way things were where I was like, no, don't listen to your dumbass roommate. Like yeah. he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Stop saying stuff like that. And that, yeah, I was just, I was just so taken aback by how, like what this, I had no idea what this movie was about going in. No, I knew either. it was a Kevin Smith movie. That was it. <laughs> and then to be watching, it was like, wow, this is very like opening and did not expect this to be a Kevin Smith movie at all. Uh, Jane silent Bob are only in it for like two minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and their scene is basically a prequel to Dogma. Yeah. Because it's them leaving it on the bus to go to Chicago, which is where Dogma opens. Oh, okay. Uh, That's cool. They did, yeah, I remember that. Matt Damon is in this, though, for Matt like Damon a is second. In it, and uh, Casey Affleck is in it as yeah. well. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so is, there's another weird cameo. Or not even, a, I mean, I don't know if it's a cameo. I mean, the they were. Comic book nerd, who's also is yeah, in Ethan My Name Suplee, is Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Was, is in it. The bigger yeah. guy. Yeah. Huh. He's all, yeah, that was another cameo. There's a lot of people uh, hidden throughout the movie who would go on to be bigger stars. Mm-hmm. Or so, at least beyond My Name is Earl. So I, I watched this with Meg last night, and we, we got to the part where they're in the car, and uh, the two main characters have been hanging out for a long time, and she's a lesbian, and he is in love with her, and he tells her that he's in love with her. And during that moment... Which is more than halfway through the movie, by the way. Yeah, it's an hour and it's, like ten mm, minutes into the movie. It's a very it's a it's a kind of a long movie. And at that point, I I, I turn to Meg and I just go, 
uh, who's Amy? <laughs> who's Amy? I to, I to be fair, yeah, I was a little confused when that character got introduced, and they were like, "This is Alyssa," and I was like, "That's not uh, what the movie's Amy, called, though." <laughs> but her face is very much on the cover of it. Yeah, I'm very confused. I literally never thought of that. I literally, <laughs> yeah, I've literally. I never... was wondering that the entire no. time. Me too. When's it, Amy coming? There's probably no Amy, right? That's what he would finally, do. Yeah, we finally see Jay and Silent Bob, and then Bob's, and Silent Bob's not so silent yeah, in this movie. He speaks well, for once, and he has that's he talks his, in all his movies. That's, yeah, that's his, yeah, that's his right? thing. Yeah, he says one thing. Yeah, and Jay even calls him out in this movie, which yeah. I found pretty funny. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, he thinks this is all like yeah, poetic and stuff mm-hmm. where he doesn't talk for a while. And <laughs> he it makes this more, yeah, more of a point. Yeah, that's what I, I honestly was wondering the same thing. <laughs> it's like her name's Alyssa. The movie's called Chasing Amy. Yeah. No he, character is Amy. Yeah. You know what else is bonkers about this movie is everyone smokes. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, they smoked through this whole movie. Holy shit. Yeah. And then I thought back on Clerks, and I was like, oh, yeah, they smoked yeah, through every, that whole movie, yeah. too. <laughs> I think it's just a running theme. Also, because yeah. it was older yeah, and different Yeah, even doors and stuff. Anyway, yeah. that's so not important to the, to this uh, movie, but... Um, for, for, I, I feel like we need to at least explain what Amy is, though. Oh, right? chasing Amy? It's, what that actually it's, means? It's Silent Bob's ex-girlfriend who went through a similar situation, yeah. and he explains his story, and her name was Amy. And it took him a while to realize Amy was... The one he was in love with and right. regrets breaking up and with so her. He, and so he was chasing Amy, but yeah. it was too He late. will forever be chasing, quote-unquote, Amy. Yeah. This idea of the perfect woman. And then they named the movie that. Yeah. And then the credits roll, and that's it. Yeah. Bob explains <laughs> the story. <and laughs> that's, that's it. it. Uh, no, there's also that weird... The movie also has like a, an incredible epilogue. Um, I, at Which, it's only incredible because... It's one of the few times where an epilogue makes you go like, oh, fuck, what did it? Like, yeah, where like, you're like, oh, oh I actually shit. do want to see more. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, quick quick to spoil it for people who are listening so it's not boring. Um, a year passes. So Okay, so uh, Ben Affleck's character insists that Jason Lee and Joey Lauren Adams' characters, they all have a threesome. Uh, and Jason Lee walks away and Alyssa breaks up with uh, uh, Holden. And um, then there's an epilogue one year later where it's the same comic convention from the year prior. Jason Lee's character, uh, Banky, is making a new book. Um, All by himself. um, Ben Affleck's character is, like, helping someone sign comic books. It's not super clear what (laughs) he's doing. He's not behind the booth, so it's not his comic. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, he had come out with one. Yeah, yeah, and then at least an issue. Yeah, Yeah, so he could show it to her. Yeah. So anyway, he makes a he makes a chasing Amy comic book, Mm -hmm. and he gives it uh, to Alyssa, who's Uh, there signing comics of her own. And they haven't talked for a year, and yeah, she quickly flips through it. The very last page says, "Alyssa, wherever you are, or something. I'm sorry." Right. And she's like, "Oh, this seems like a very personal story," (laughs) which is a callback to something that happens earlier in the movie. Um, and he goes, yeah, maybe, you know, hopefully you like it. And he walks away. Yeah. He's and just then, like, yeah, call me. I'd love to hear your notes on it. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. So what do you think happens after that? There is, by the way, there is no definitive answer. Kevin Smith has never said either way what happens. Okay. She calls him and they get married immediately. They get immediately. Yeah. I would say she probably calls him and they maybe progressively get back into the relationship 
hang out some more. A couple months go by. They get back into the groove. Finally have that three-way. <laughs> no, that never <laughs> happens. I don't know. Do you think he's ever friends with Jason Lee again? Do you think, no. Blason, do you think I don't, Jason I don't. Lee ever gets into dudes? That's true. I don't know. It's a good question because the insinuation at the end of the movie also is that Jason Lee's character might be gay, and that's why he's been so he's in love with Ben. Yeah. Affleck, super. But I hates. also think that being in love with your friend is like different than like being gay. I don't necessarily uh-huh. think I. And actually, it's affection versus I think like that attraction. Like sums up a good part of the movie too, right? Where a lot when this movie came out in 1997, even the thought of a gay character was shocking. But mm-hmm. but. Joey Lauren Adams, Joey Lauren Adams' character is not really gay. She's just kind of like fluid. Like right. she's gay so that like she could sit I, I don't know, she you could tell she's still conflicted as a person. Right. Like it's not like she was gay and then she wasn't. Like it's just that like she's She was trying she's everything figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. And um maybe and it's maybe that's what they're kind of putting on Jason Lee's character too, too. Is like Maybe he likes whatever he likes, mm-hmm. um, and that you know the straight nerd is like you know the the Ben Affleck character is still the like he's the odd person in the movie, yeah, who can't even handle all this. Um, that's what that was another really interesting takeaway f- for me watching it this so many years later, and and especially with how things are you know how we are uh, how people are now um, as we're progressing as people where it's like like okay i don't know who knows like yeah. just whatever yeah um so to th- so for that to actually be the character like to look at that now and go oh this character was never really like gay gay or I, or what is even gay or like what is even straighter like what is even anything that's what i think was uh so like interesting about watching it now was like i'll say like 10 15 more times is that she, her character is, I think that's how you, because I think if you watch the movie as she's gay, and then all of a sudden she's not, that's bull, that's kind of bullshit. Like yeah. It's, well, it's, they even talk about her past, right. that in high school she slept with guys and stuff yeah, like that. she was and super promiscuous in high school. Ben Affleck thought he was the first guy she had been with, and so that was something he was, like, struggling with, was she had this past where, yeah, she had been sleeping with... Uh, guys and stuff had happened and he was like, how am I supposed to deal with that? Like, one, who gives a shit how you yeah, deal with that? It doesn't affect you at all. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all on like a scale, right? There isn't like a definitive I am straight. It's like I, it, it's all a... It, but it's interesting because I've never thought that way until recent. I mean, that's like yeah. a recent thing, right? Yeah, right. And I mean, recent as in like in the... Be- becoming part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, part, yeah, yeah. And so, I, so when that movie first came out, it was like, oh, it's about a lesbian who decides she's not really a lesbian. And then, but then you think about it, like, as You're I like, thought about no, this movie. that's not the case. That's, yeah, yeah, that's no. kind of shitty, actually, to, like, to lesbians, I think, mm-hmm. to, like, full yeah. blown, or full blown. <laughs> We're so, three white dudes talking about <laughs> how gay people are. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a slippery <laughs> slope on this one. I think we're doing okay. We're doing all right. Um, <laughs> we're doing okay. Uh, that was to, to now that I like that's kind of the way more progressive people think is like mm-hmm. oh maybe there isn't really like gay no, or straight or whatever yeah um that character makes way more sense yeah which is crazy because that movie's twenty one years old yeah that's that's mm-hmm. what I was yeah it's nineteen ninety seven and they came out with a movie like this yeah I don't I mean I can't think of a movie anywhere close to similar to this that came out back then no but, or 
even now I can't think of yeah, movies that are I, talking I that much on it. I mean, look at a movie like you do a movie like Moonlight, and it's like wins Oscars. People are like real accurate portrayal of a game, like a yeah. game, and you're like, dude, see chasing Amy? It's <laughs> like that's the most like gender yeah. fluid, like or yeah. gen- not gender fluid, sexuality fluid, like movie. Part of me watching this, I was just like. Way to go, Kevin Smith. Like, way to, way to be. Like, bring these issues to the forefront and, like, talk about it. The entire sure. movie is just discussing sexuality, like, the entire time. It's like, this is awesome. And at the same time, again, we're just continuously get more serious about this issue. But watching this movie, it I, I hit a point where I was like, oh, yeah, this movie came out in 1997 <laughs> when that was still illegal to marry somebody you loved and then just made me more and more angry. It was like, how fucking ridiculous is that? Yeah. That now, like, uh, generations from now, they're going to read about history, uh, like, our generation in the textbooks and be like, oh, yeah, remember that one time when it was finally legal? Like, why the fuck was that a thing and not <laughs> happened, like, right. decades earlier? 1997. Like, and, ni- and, and in 1997, Kevin Smith was, like, really popular with a lot of people. And I was I was in high school. And that's the height of, like, you're gay, bro. Like, no, you're gay. Like, gay is, like, the worst insult. Yeah. And then this movie came out, and... I, God, I wish I could go back in time and, like, think about... Because like, even if it's so sloppy, like, even if the writing about gays and, like, lesbians are, like, mm-hmm. is is sloppy, it's at least, for that time, like, yeah, so something. forward. Yeah. And so much, so progressive. attention to it. Yeah. If you could go back and just, like, shake people and be like, no, th- stop saying that. And so I wondered for myself personally, and like now I think about people I knew. Like, is was this the movie that kind of like shaped that? Like, said like, oh, the dude who made Clerks like made this movie about well, like it's okay to just be whatever, mm-hmm. it's okay to do whatever as long as you're not hurting anybody, or you know, like I wonder, how, I you know, I wonder how much this played a role in that for for me. It, it's just it's weird. Like I said, like I like watching this, I was legitimately like, you know, obviously I've never met Kevin Smith. I was like, way to go, man. <laughs> Proud of him. And then you look at his films the last couple of years is like Tusk, uh-uh. Yoga. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. So you kind of, you hit your He's, peak. He, and then kinda... he went through a, a lot of really weird stuff. The, yeah. the, he had a, like a breakdown promoting Red State. Oh, really? Yeah. There was oh. like. There was like a weird thing where like he brought it to Sundance and you bring a movie to Sundance so someone will buy it. And he brought the finished, completed Red State to Sundance, um, and people started offer the offer started coming in. Like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll buy Red State, million dollars, two million, three million. And he said, you know what? I bet my fans will give me five million. And he had a press conference where he's like, we're not selling it. We're gonna um, we're gonna take down the road, and we're gonna like I have enough money that like I can do this. I'll strike some prints. We'll do a Kickstarter kind of thing, and then we'll take down the road and we'll gross more money than we would have made if one of these distributors had bought it and i don't know if that panned out that way but i know he cleared that five million dollar mark oh which wow. is like more he the more than he would have made selling it good for him but he got ostracized for doing that at sundance like even got, though now that's like a main thing that people do he's always been so ahead of stuff like yeah. that like what did works was made for what like the thirty-five thousand dollars movie ever cards. yeah like, um and this movie was yeah, that's probably a trivia question. I know how much, I know how much it costs to make. Yeah, you know what? It is almost time to get there. Um, as good as this discussion is going, we need to move on to... Hey, did you do that? Oh, that sounds so good. That's right. <laughs> In your headphones. All right. So, 
Uh, Jim already spoiled a little bit, but uh, first question is... <laughs> Don't blame him for knowing What things. is the universe that this movie falls into? CJ probably doesn't even remember what I said. Yeah, yeah CJ, I, go I, first. No, I don't. It's the Viewist Universe. Okay, Jim gets a point. Viewist? View Universe. So Viewist is his production company. View Askew. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even Yeah, so it's yeah, the Viewist Universe. Right, very tongue-in-cheek. Very... Okay. Askew. I'll give you a point for that. Uh, how many films to date are in the View Askewverse? Oh, Jesus. Oh. CJ first. Oh, Always. Great. Always. <laughs> what? No. That's not how this works. Uh, cool. So we're just gonna, I'm gonna count in my head and that'll be really entertaining for people to listen. That's right. One. Full length feature films. Two. Including animated films. Oh, Jesus. His animated films. Does he? Oh, it's the, Price is Right rules, right? Yeah. All right, you go first. <laughs> Great. Uh, you know, I'm not even gonna bother. I'm just gonna throw out a number. It's seven. Okay. Sims. Seven's right. Yes. <laughs> I said I had seven in my head, and you I had six in my head, and I changed it uh, to seven. All right, you can have that one. So the, the movies are Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks Two, and Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. That's in my head. I was like, I bet you there was a Jay and Silent Bob cartoon. Well, there was a Clerks cartoon that was fucking incredible. Really? It yeah. Predates um, like Family Guy by a couple years, but it did that like so. There's a. Um, it does a lot of the non sequiturs because I think people who worked on that show ended up working on Family Guy. But the there were a lot of jokes where they were like, uh, "Remember that time that Steven Spielberg combined his love of family films with uh, high uh, historical drama?" And it's uh, fuck. What, what's the joke? It's the Flintstones, but it's like you see a train and then you see all the feet pick up and they move, and it's Auschwitz <laughs> Rock. Like Schindler's Rock or whatever. Oh, it's oh. the tr- yeah, it was yeah, it was real <laughs> fucked up. Uh, they only showed two episodes of that cartoon on TV before they canceled it, and Damn. then it came out on DVD, and it's really fucking good. Alec Baldwin is the mayor of Leonardo, New Jersey, and he's like a deranged billionaire. And there's an episode where he eats. That fits. He goes to the court. He goes to the court stop, and he eats um, expired burritos, and he goes crazy, and he sees like he sees all these. Uh, he goes on like a psychedelic trip. It's really good. It's a really, I gotta watch that. yeah. It's really good, and huh. it, it predates Adult Swim and like all that stuff by like two years. And it it's that same humor. Like if it had come out two years later, it'd been like Rick and Morty levels of like, Dang. holy shit, this is the funniest thing. But because it aired on ABC and no one watched it, and then it died on DVD, um. Nobody saw it. It ended up on Adult Swim, actually, like a few years later, oh. reruns of it, when there wasn't as much original content hmm. on Adult Swim. It's it's really fucking good. I'm probably hyping it up too much, but the Clerks cartoon is worth, definitely, for real, worth watching. You sold me. I'll watch okay. it. I won't. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The uh, Out of those movies that I just listed, by the way, I'll, I'll repeat them. Clerks, Small Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay, and Silent Pop Strike Back, Clerks 2, and Jay and Silent Bob's Super Groovy cartoon movie. Uh, what's the first one in the chronolo- chronolo- chron- chronologically first? Oh, fuck. I, need, I used to know this. What? Yeah. it's In the it's, timeline. It's Mall Rats. Right? CJ? Yeah, I would say that because it's the earliest. Or one of the earlier ones. It's either Clerks or Mall Rats. Shit. I no. Different? It's mall, I think it's Mall Rats. CJ? Yeah, well, because well, he already said Dogma comes after Chasing Amy, and I know Mallrats came before that. So yeah, Mallrats. Okay, 
That's correct. <laughs> but apparently there's something earlier than that, which is a comic called Jane, Silent Bob, and Walt Flanagan's Dog. Yeah. And Walt? In. In? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Not sure what that's about. There's um, a scene in Clerks where they talk about Walt Flanagan's dog, and there's a comic book that explains oh, okay. Walt Flanagan's dog. That's kind of cool. So they made like a random reference in a movie, uh, this and they were is, like, this was definitely, let us explain it. We'll create a comic book. From 1993 to like 2000, Kevin Smith tried to shoehorn in. He like he he truly tried to make a universe. Like a, there were action figures, and there were comic books, and there were cartoons. It was like... He like tried to for real make it like a real real universe. What's uh Jay Muse? Is that Jason say Muse is the is Jay. Yeah. I randomly I follow him on Instagram and he still makes references to like he still says his catchphrases all the time on there. That's all he's got. Yeah, that's true. He never really he acted in something. He was in something like a he was. They tried to put him in a movie as not Jay. Um, like shortly after Jay and Saw Bob Strike Back, and I don't think it went well at all. Uh, I think it was he in... was also way on heroin for like a long time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That. He was like super duper hair on heroin for like for think... like almost through. I think Jane's. I think Kevin Smith told him they wouldn't make Jay and Saw Bob Strike Back unless he got clean. Oh, and wow. that's why he. Then that's why he got clean. He was in Zach and Miri make a porno yeah. too, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin As Smith not Jay. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Smith can't make him. He was still more or less the same, though. Very sexual. I think, Jay, I think Jay lived in his house, too, for a really long time, up until he got married a, f- a handful of years ago. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Uh, next question. Uh, this is a true or false, okay? And, again, CJ goes first. Because <laughs> you, right. you, you'll know it. Okay. Uh, CJ, true or false, uh, Can we they, have more true and false questions? This is way easier. <laughs> I bet. Uh, that's just because I can't think of... You're like, uh, how much did this movie make? I have no idea. And I just throw out a number, and I'm nowhere near close ever. Yeah. True or false, uh, they made a tie-in comic book series that uh, spans the uh, time between Chasing Amy and Dogma called Chasing Dogma. True or false? True. I don't know. True. Yeah, that's true. It's really good. Is it? It's about the bus ride. It's how they get to Chicago. The oh. bus actually breaks down. Well, they miss the bus. Oh, you've read it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I had it. It was, um, it was good. It was pretty good. Cool. It's good did or pretty good? It was pretty good. Okay. It wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. Uh, another true or false? Yes. CJ? Uh, have they ever made a Blunt Man and Chronic comic series? Yeah, they had to have, right? Even if it's like five issues or something, maybe? Jim? True. That's true. (laughs) That's right. Do you know how many issues? I can't remember. It wasn't a lot, I don't think. Yeah, I figured it'd be like a limited run. Kevin Smith used to have a relationship with a comic book company called Oni Press, and they basically just let him do whatever the fuck he wanted, because it just sold enough copies that it didn't matter. Uh, Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, Make we'll make this amount, and we know it'll sell because you just came out with a movie. I've got a trivia question for yeah. both of you. How about yeah. this? Oh, yeah. cool. more yes, questions. finally. What comic book character did Kevin Smith revitalize? Oh, wait. Do you need more context, or is that enough? I need more context. I think I need more context. He, a comic book character had been long dormant, hadn't had a regular monthly series in years, 
And Kevin got to be good friends with Joe Quesada, who runs, who ran Marvel at the time. Said, I have this idea for 12 issues of this character. Oh, so it's a Marvel character. Spoilers. Got it. Uh, And, you know, do it, do it. And it was huge because it was Kevin Smith. Huh. Um, And it, like, sold, like, every month it it consistently was the number one comic book for 12 months. And then completely revitalized the character. I also have more clues if you need it. But it gives it away, kind of, if you... Ken would know if I said this one clue. Okay. Go ahead and say the one clue. Uh, uh, can I do a pre-guess? Yeah. And then I want to do a real guess. Okay. Spawn? Okay. I don't even know if that's Marvel, though. It's not. Okay. So you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> do you want to take a stab at it before I give away the contact, like the bigger context clue? The Rubber Man. Wow. That's not also not a Marvel what character. And I'm not that? sure even a real <laughs> comic book character. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith was so tightly involved in the revitalization of this comic book character that one of his friends ended up playing that character in the movie version that is mostly based on Kevin Smith's run of this character. Deadpool? No. <laughs> you're you almost though, you're close. I'm close. Well, I don't even know what that means. He's not friends with anybody. Revitalize this character. Uh Shit. He's a huge friends. he's a huge comic book character now. Like okay. he's one of the like ones you think of when you think of Marvel comic book characters. Is he in the MCU? No. Okay. What's the MCU? So then he's in the Fox universe. No. What's the MCU? Oh. Fox universe. What's the MCU? Oh yeah. Okay. But What's also he's part of the other universe. What's the MCU? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. So there's no movies. But this character does not appear in the Marvel Comics movies. That helps. Okay. And he's not in the Fox universe? No, he is. He was. He was. The Flash? That like a dead... That's... Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's DC, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I was just I mean, thinking of so, TV shows. Uh, ben uh, Affleck played this Batman. character. Jesus Christ. Fox. No, Jesus. it's... Uh, yeah, now you know. Come on. The, the Netflix series for mm-hmm. it. Um, for Ben why Affleck? Can't, why can't no, I think but of it? then they made the. Now he's the Daredevil. Ne- yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Blanking, but yeah, Daredevil. I knew what you're talking about. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So the Daredevil run, huh. the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck is based on Kevin Smith's run on Daredevil. Okay. Interesting. All right, hit us with some more chasing Amy questions because okay. we're tied. All right. Sorry to hijack trivia. We are no, tied. No, it's okay. We gotta, no, Ken we likes keep being it involved. Moving. Yeah, I like to keep it a tight, a tight one hour. Let's see. <laughs> Super tight. <laughs> Stop, saying uh, Stop saying tight. One hour? <laughs> How about a thick one hour? <laughs> no. A nice thick. All right, if you aren't going to do this question, then I'll do I'm it. ready. Thick what's the, one what's, hour. What was the budget of this movie? Oh. Ooh. Okay. I don't know it. Uh, do you know it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's crazy. Uh, there. I mean, most scenes were filmed in a bar, a park, <laughs> an apartment. Right. And just the well, it does star Ben Affleck and Jason Lee. That all that all that must increase your budget, right? But way back then, when he was just like he was in Kevin Smith movies, uh, half a million. I'll say a million. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, wow. They must have got paid peanuts. Yeah, they didn't get paid anything. Damn, they just did it because they they loved the script. Joey huh. Warren Adams was dating Kevin Smith at the time. Ben Affleck wow. and Jason Lee were friends with Kevin Smith. Matt Damon is friends with all that. I mean, right. the, the, it's all it, it was all favors. Shit. Damn. That's really cool. 
And the uh, movie did make. Uh, do you want to do the budget? Or well, I know how much money it made in the box <laughs> office, so I guess it's not a fair question to CJ. But it two hundred fifty thousand dollars budget. It made twelve million dollars. Wow, office, which is pretty good. That's great. Pretty good. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay. So the uh, in what year will the Jay and Silent Bob reboot film be released? Oh shit! Shit. Twenty nineteen. Didn't know they were making one. CJ. 2020. 2019, that's right. They start filming, I think, in August. Yep. Wow. I'll have to rewatch the old one before the new one comes out. It, it focuses on Jane Silent Bob trying to stop a Blunt Man and Chronic reboot film from happening. Which is <laughs> so, I mean, funny. have you seen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, but so not in forever. Basically, from what I understand, it's Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back. Again, like, Back. It, like oh. it's like them. It's like making fun of reboots and re re like doing everything over yeah. again. Huh. I remember them being in Hollywood. Yeah, to and try so to stop just... the Jane or the Bloodman and Chronic movie from being made. Yeah. yeah. So now it's they're trying to stop the second one, the reboot. That's funny. Being made. <laughs> I like that. I'll watch that. So who's the winner? Jim. Oh, by one point. Huh? By only one point. Yeah, that's hey, true. I'm so. pretty if you're not first, you're last. So. Yeah. Can you or you're just a... second, because there's only two of us. Yeah. Well, I, apparently I'm on the scoreboard for this one, and I did not win. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I stole the I sh- one question I should have got to yeah, Daredevil, but that's Guys, my it was bad. Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. yeah, there's a lot of good trivia for this movie, though, because it was so low budget. And... Mm. Yeah, that's do you know, awesome. Do you know the big fight, like the huge, like the one really huge fuck up in this movie like the scene that they just didn't have like a budget to do i'll, I'll save you some time any question that you're prefaced with did you know we don't the answer is uh, no yeah so the scene where the scene in the car in the rain uh-huh so there's two things wrong with that scene one they can only afford to do the rainmaker over the car uh-huh. so when they get out of the car and they she runs down the street and he chases after her, there's no rain but there's a the sound of rain Oh. And if you watch it again, there's no rain. Oh, in wow. Scene. Interesting. I didn't notice that. Then yeah, they notice. walk past a bunch of storefronts, and you can see the cameraman and Kevin Smith like following them. <laughs> oh, and the reflection, <laughs> and the reflection of, the... <laughs> of the storefronts. That's awesome. Huh. Did not pick up on that so at they all? Just don't, they just didn't have a budget to like, yeah. even fuck with that. Huh. Like, just, it just was what it was. Wow. That's cool. I thought you were going to say when it rained, when they ran off the cart, they had to pick a day where it no. was actually raining yeah, and be like, no, 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 go, go, go. $100,000 went to, towards hiring a meteorologist <laughs> yeah. to tell them when it was going to rain in the movie. Exactly. No. that's but that yeah. how it's done? So they can only afford to set the rain thing up over the car. Huh. They couldn't like move. I, they couldn't get a big enough one. They didn't want to move it. Huh. Interesting. Way to uh, go, Kevin Smith. Yeah. He's kind of like, he's great at making a, a, a movie on a budget. Yeah. Mallrats and that in the, well, the Rats was bo- a big or, sorry not Mallrats Clerks Clerks yeah yeah Clerks in this insanely low budget that's awesome hey well, guys he he was sorry go ahead I'm, I'm just trying to move it along but no, uh, uh, remember the name of the show he was recovering from he was recovering from the failure of Mallrats so Mallrats was oh. they gave him ten million dollars to make Mallrats and that movie did not do good at uh, all yeah. And um, again, he kind of sunk into like a depression, and I was like, "Well, fuck! It, I'm gonna make this super personal movie for no money." Um, you a, a good another good trivia question would have been: so Miramax did want to make the movie, like they wanted to finance the movie, they wanted to make it for six million dollars, but who do they want to play the three characters? Not no, yeah, no yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, uh, John Stewart, 
What? Yeah. Well, 1997. Yeah. He was like a funny That's guy. True, right? he yeah. would, I think he was going to be like Jason, the Jason Lee character. Okay. I could see that. And I can't remember who would have played, played Ben Affleck, but that was who they wanted Drew Barrymore. And, yeah. And, uh, Damn. I could see that. Yeah. And then when, when Kevin Smith's like, no, I wrote this for my friends. They're like, well, fine. Fuck yourself. Go make it on your own dime. <laughs> uh-huh. He was like, okay. Okay. Well. And made a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Good for him. I got. Didn't he come out with a or is coming out with a stand-up special yeah, about like his heart attack? No, no, no. He had the heart attack filming. Oh, filming it. That was oh. it. Is that out? Did that come yeah, out? Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's on Showtime. Oh. Does he have the heart attack on that special? No. So it's when, like he walked off stage and could tell he like. Didn't oh feel right. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember reading about it. Yeah. Usually, He's, when you do a stand-up special, you film like two to four two, shows. Yeah. So he was right. in between the first and second show. Okay. So first of all. Dude's having a heart attack. Nailed it on the first take. Yeah, but that's then, pretty crazy. And good. then, <laughs> but then, yeah, between the second show, he had the, he had the heart attack. Sure. Yeah, that's insane. I do one thing, one, one really minor thing I like about Kevin Smith too is that tight one hour CJ. He his he always wears uh, hockey uh, jerseys. Oh yeah, and most of the time they are Blackhawks colors. <laughs> And he even replaces the Blackhawks logo with uh, the same Indian head where he has the feathers, but it's him wearing a backwards baseball cap. That's cool. So appreciate that. Shout out to Chicago Blackhawks. That's great. Kevin Smith. Uh, It's time for ratings. 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 Uh, Jim, we'll start with you. What would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten for you? A seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was quick. That was good. I Why? thought about it. I knew it was coming on the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I thought about it. Yeah. Uh, I had some of that trivia queued up, too. A uh, seven. Uh, I, my, I mean, if my favorite movie of all time is a ten, um, this movie is a seven. Um, it's it's very good. It may have changed my life. So maybe it's a maybe it's a ten. I don't know. But uh, but after watching it again and seeing how kind of dated it is, and and it kind of kind of like it holds up in like some super mm-hmm. good regards. But in other regards, it was there's some cringy stuff. Yeah. One thing we didn't really touch on is the how how very like the acting varies like from actor to actor to scene to scene yeah like there's yeah. some rough stuff in there the yeah. that opening scene in the comic con that ben affleck and jason lee just do not seem like they have any chemistry no yeah he's there's a lot of weird like you know this movie has a lot of voiceover there's a lot of scenes where they cut away from their faces and there's a voiceover oh hmm. um i noticed when i watched it this time um and yeah, so it's seven. It's a seven. Okay, it's, it's still that's good. that's pretty good. Yeah, CJ, what would you rate this scale one to ten? I was actually going to say the same thing. Wow, I, I was so surprised at this movie because, like I said, had zero idea what this was about. Only knew it was a Kevin Smith movie. Uh, yeah, all of the like, uh, I don't know, all the lessons you learn from that, and like, just I'm surprised that it was a Kevin Smith movie, and proud of him for making this on such a low budget too. Sure. On second thoughts, yeah, I, it was good. It really surprised me, and I really enjoyed it. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. That that's good uh, for me. Sorry, guys, it is much lower. I'm not a big Kevin Smith fan. We did. I, you guys were going with it, and you actually turned me around. So my number is raising from the four that it was going to be four. before we started talking. You pointed out really good points about the. <laughs> like sexual commentary on this movie it's very sex positive it is yeah and i like that so but there were some bad acting moments that kind of took it out for me i also don't like his goatee very long dialogues that were oh that was one thing i was gonna uh, say Alyssa's song she we find out she used to be in a band 
the song goes on way too long. Yeah, you're I'll supposed to. They they play the song. You cut to Ben Affleck's reaction. Jason Lee joins him. They have a thing, and then you're supposed to cut back ten seconds later, and the song is over. So it seems like she's playing the song in the background, and time has passed. You don't need to actually listen to the full like four minute long song. The other thing is that whenever she has an emotional moment in this movie, it's a lot of yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I'm yeah. crying. Yeah. Like, mm. Trying so she's hard. She's very happy or very sad. There's yeah. no like middle ground. That that was an issue for me. So five and a half. Five and a half. Oof. Yeah. It's no Shin Godzilla. It's no Shin Godzilla. Oh, have you seen Shin Godzilla? No. Don't. You should. Don't. You should. Oh. Absolutely you should. don't. It's so boring. Don't don't take this one disagreement over this movie no, away from Shin Godzilla. This one. I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> we had a manga anime conversation earlier. <laughs> yeah. So Before I this recording. I will also lump giant monster movies into that same thing. Uh, I'm not into it at all. All right. So boring. See yourself. Cut that movie down to a half hour, and it would have been entertaining. Maybe make it a TV show, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, but that and would be like be twelve good. hours of. That's true. Yeah, you really fucked yourself. No, up. No, no, like one episode, like the whole oh, movie the whole, should have been yeah. a half hour. You know, you know how many good one no. episode TV shows <laughs> yeah. there are. Oh my god! Yeah, like a, a, a built for TV movie, but a half hour version. Only, <laughs> oh, no, 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 twenty two yeah. minutes. That should have been expanded out into an entire oh, series. My god, for that sure. They tried to pack so, so much so into bad. it. It, w- it would have been better. So much of nothing. No, it's fine. Jim, uh, do you have anything to plug? How's uh, Good Bear Hunting going? Uh, it's fine. Uh, we haven't done the podcast in a couple... Well, there, every week there's a new episode of the Good Bear Hunting podcast. I have not appeared on it in several months um, because when I'm on it, it's a conversation between me and uh, the the founder of Good Bear Hunting, uh, Michael Kaiser. He has been very busy the last couple of months. I've also been busy. I took a little vacation. He's t- took a little trip and then he's been taking a lot of business trips um so hopefully we'll get back in the swing of thing we're also losing our office um mm. it got sold um by the landlord so we have to find a new place to work oh shit. Uh, God. and podcast from because we had a really sweet podcast yeah, studio like you did um which uh, a pod- your setup is very similar so i was like i was very the first time i came to talk about the instant clown posse uh i was very impressed <laughs> by the by the setup uh Hey, so yeah, it's like I did that. By the way, I touched the button, so people at home <laughs> that know true. that I touched the yeah. button because I wanted to do it. Speaking uh, of Cloud Posse, did you make it? You obviously made it back from the obviously gathering. Obviously, made it back. Fine, we. That's, that's, that's good. Smell. Uh, your new clothing You're not line, currently in the makeup, so no, I'm not wearing any makeup. The new clothing uh, line is going well. You know, I'm trying to remember why I said that. I'm trying to remember what the joke was there. Um, I re- so <laughs> Ken and CJ asked me to record the voicemail for the no. You episode. called in on your own, uh, just uh, like they asked everyone yeah. else to re- call in and record a voicemail on the fiftieth episode. You can't prove that. Uh, I left four voicemails uh, with four like distinct, like weird. I, I I was in my car. It was very hot outside, and I wanted out of my car by the end of it. Uh, and I just I, I I was like bumping up against the deadline like super bad. You guys were gonna record like that night. Um, and I don't remember why I thought me starting a clothing line was funny. I don't remember what the joke was there, but you used it on the show. Uh, yeah. so that's all you got. Absolutely. That's all I got. It's, uh, I don't know why I knew an insane clown posse reference would be funny. Uh, I knew that Always. you guys keep it just having the same four guests on over and over again. I knew that was, <laughs> well, you know, the third timers club. So the goof of that is good because, um, 
Well, it's only 50, 50 episodes before guests over and over again, so it doesn't feel like you guys have really done 50 episodes. <laughs> that was a joke. That was good. Uh, yeah, I don't I like remember. You just said that was good to your own joke. That was good, yeah. It was good. It was a good joke. joke. I did good. good. I did all right. CJ, do we, what do we have to plug? Uh, Cinepocalypse. Yeah. Cinepocalypse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not part of it, but We're I love it. We're never getting paid for anything no. by Music Box, but we just love it. So, Someday. Freebie. Uh, do you, have you watched like every low budget horror movie, or is it just like when they're in no. the theater? Okay, yeah, just no. several. Just when they have events that are like this, I like to go to them. And when they have good horror movies, uh, CJ, what do we got? We got a Facebook at OverTalkingPod, Twitter at OverTalkingPod, Instagram at OverTalkingPod, uh, email uh, OverTalkingPod at Gmail dot com. Well, OverTalkingPod at Gmail dot com, not at. Yeah, it's not at. Did I say no that ad. again? There's I only one at. I'm just a robot. Website. Uh, over talking pod dot party. Uh, phone number USA cat one five nine one overlords. Oh, no, here. <sighs> oh, oh no. no more passion in the show. Just a checklist. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And then, then oh no, they're and here. No, 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 they're here. Ah, oh, the over talking overlords are here. They're they're ghastly Jimmy landlords. I'm gonna write a D20 engine game about the overtalking overlords. <laughs> Please yes. do. That'd yeah, be great. We're gonna make a role play. We'll game. play it. Absolutely. That'll uh, be what well, the 60th episode will just be some. We don't even hype it. Just be like, all of a sudden it's a role playing. Game. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just, just, just me. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hear dice hitting the table. <laughs> yeah. And it's so me. down for that. Please make it happen. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you have eight episodes for that. <laughs> That's eight weeks. Get it done. I feel like I don't have enough going on. <laughs> if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. I should do that. I figured you were just going to keep talking. Also, we don't pay any money for advertisers. So if you like the show, please tell a friend. You get out their phone and uh, make them click subscribe on our podcast. Click those stars and tell your friends. That's right. Uh, I think that's it. Thanks, Jim, for, for joining us. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for having me. I like coming here and doing Thanks, this. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. So do we. Yeah. You're welcome. And as we always say, your turn. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Jim Plackey. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.